things off. Like uh, this is this is as slim as it gets. As soon as we get the music, it's coming. Come on. Are you ready? You're the one that can hit record, so you Seriously, know. Seriously, why why are you asking us if ready. we're ready? Oh, I hit record like a minute ago. I know. That's why we're wondering why you did that stop. when you don't have the thing ready. <laughs> I am yeah. ready. The wires. The wires, Jeff. Yeah, you should stop the wires are all here. The wires. The wires, Jeff. Fine. Uh, <clears throat> Welcome to Everyone Racers, a show designed for the world of low dollar racing and, and terrible course. internet connections this evening. <sighs> oh, it doesn't, whatever. It's a show designed for the world of low dollar racing and oddball car whatever. culture. It doesn't matter what kind of Pentium fort you have running your computer. It doesn't matter what kind of Lemma Champ or Lucky Track Dog League you run, SCCA or NASA. We won't discriminate as long as you drive it hard and built it yourself. Join us each week for tech discussion, tips, tricks, news, and notes in the world of amateur endurance racing, and whether it's on the spot. Hello, sweet. We're lucky enough, and Chrissy gives us just the tip. We're sure you'll giggle a little and learn even less. Everyone report to the paddock. This is Chris. This is Chrissy. I'm Jeff. <laughs> wow this is how it's right. gonna go <laughs> apparently and we I, I, I literally didn't hear jeffrey the intro and then the whole thing like went like the micro machine man and i just barely got you know chrissy yeah so okay all right oh, hey, thanks for coming back and listening to an alfa romeo episode of our podcast again we're stuck in the alpha number range lately so uh this is 158 now, if you're weary of our Italian race car references, please indulge us. The Alpha 158 was powered by a supercharged straight eight, making almost 200 horsepower. One of the most successful racing cars ever produced, the 158 and its cousin, the 159, took 47 wins from 54 Grand Prix entered, including the first ever F1 World Championship race in 1950. Now, that's interesting is because that car was a 13-year-old design by that point, but it was in the hands of drivers such as Nino, Nino Farina, Luigi, Luigi Fagioli. That's not his name. Is that a name? Fagioli. <laughs> but I don't know how to say that. No, no, I know. I'm, just, I'm amazed. And all anyway, and the great Juan Manuel Fangio. And these gentlemen all had spectacular mustaches. So that's Fangio. why they dominated. Fangio is probably the greatest race car driver that not every human being in the world knows. Sure. Like, Who? Which one? Fangio. Oh, yeah. Juan Miguel. Fangio. Yeah. Manuel. Yeah. Yes. Who was actually Argentinian and was so cool. He was kidnapped. Argentinian. By Sorry. Yes, Argentinian. He was kidnapped by Cuban communists. And then after they talked to him for a couple of days, they just let him go. And then he kept to be in their buddies. He would write them letters. Nice. Okay, yeah. let's move on. Let's move <laughs> yeah. on. Get your bingo uh, card out. Yeah, absolutely. And it's time for what you're working on. Even though, and I know most of the answer, Jeff, what are you working on? Uh, we had a work weekend. Holy yeah. cow, we had a work weekend, and we took a big Worked. old motor, and we shoved it where it didn't belong, and then we went, yeah, you got to fit, and we yanked it out again. Nope. <laughs> How many times it was, did the... It, the, it uh, was well lubricated while we shoved it, though. Yeah, yeah. So. 
Um, here, here's a helpful tip, and then we'll go on. Are, are we covering this later, or should I just give it a sentence or two? Yeah, let's, I think we just, there let's is, do it There is a question in listener feedback that wants to know the end state of how this works. I, I think so we covered this. Is, this is end. what you're working on. This is actual race car stuff. This All is right. consumer advice. This is the spot we cover. This so I already mentioned last week that I was bringing a truckload of parts, a Z, and a 4.8 liter LS three right uh what? it's a three no, l3 is much nicer this is not l3 LR, i'm sorry lr4 and lr4 but it's a it's third you need gen to brush LS, up on third your, gen. it's third gen that's what i meant i meant it's a third yes. gen ls uh so anyway so uh yeah so we had the most beautiful blingy oil pan this thing was gorgeous <laughs> it was like chris how awesome were the welds on this thing beautiful they, they were beautiful. beautiful they were beautiful we picked this Work. one because we thought this was going to be the one that fit it didn't fit <laughs> not but not a little bit not, uh, so it was a rear sump and the rear sump was twice as large as we needed it to be so i'll let chris say how we fixed it but that oil pan difficulty made us pivot and do lots of other things on the car. So I'll say that we uh, did battery reroute. We did a lot of interior removal. We did a, like lightning and things and kind of setting up for uh, the kill switch and a bunch of stuff like that because we were waiting for Chris to do what he was doing before we could shove it back in again. And I will say that it did travel from the stand to the engine compartment so that we could do all the measuring and things. And so we have a much better plan now. We just had to kind of yank it out and continue. Yeah. And it also traveled amazingly from your house to my house, uh, barely attached to anything, like sitting on a plastic tote on a Harbor Freight engine stand on, attached to a dolly with hopes and dreams and a ratchet strap. And it Yes, and? I'm just saying, but did you die? Did no. you die? No. Almost did, though. Did it almost fall on my leg? Yes. yes. Uh, yep. So so engine stand has little steel wheels about this big. while an two, engine, two inches, three inches. Yeah, while an engine hoist has like four or five inch wheels. Um, an engine stand is not really wide. It's kind of compact, so you can roll the engine around. They do not go up enclosed trailer uh, doorway angles very well. So it yeah. went sideways and it went over and it nearly hit my leg. It hit my leg a little, I should say, but it didn't hit it hard enough to cause damage. Good. That's heavy. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? What? Yeah. You did something else? I, did I? I mean, I pushed the car in and out and around and left and Somebody right. Somebody went swimming, and... apparently. Oh, oh, we'll go back to that. I did, because uh, on Monday I worked from home. So I would get on a Zoom meeting, then I'd run out to my pool and do some work and then go do a Zoom meeting and then run back to my pool. And, like, I think turn you should have just done your so, Zoom meeting from the pool. Well, I was trying to close the pool. Uh, yeah. So when you close the pool, there's, there's a lot of do five minutes of work, wait two hours. So there was nothing to do at the pool, although it was warm enough. So right in the middle of me, like adding chemicals and wait when I was about to like turn on the pump, to start emptying it. Josh was like, I want to go swimming one more time. And it was hot. So I was like, do it. So the, the oh, it was so gross open. on Monday. It was disgusting. It yeah. is still hot here. I am sweating. Mm. 
Doesn't okay. help that this is the shirt I've been wearing all day because we had a little protest on campus. But Ew. yeah. What was funny is as soon as you did that, like there was a huge splash of water behind you. I know, I know. <laughs> Good timing. Uh, I believe we are watching 2017 New Jersey NJMP, the rainiest, so. yeah. wettest race ever, ever in our history. I was assuming. Uh, where's the video from? It's not our video, no? No, it is not. It's from the Junkernauts. Someone's front bumper, which is had a contour SVT. Huh. So that is their video. So it won't it's be a very awesome. long video then. That's a, it's like a 20 minute video. So if you yeah, see something and break. you missed it, <laughs> just meant they're going to break. Just wait so. 20 minutes, yeah. it'll come back around again. Okay, good. Great. Fantastic. Great. Do we want to go right to Chris and you can explain why we had to wait? Sure. Oil pen don't fit. It's mostly because we're trying to keep the transmission and the stock we're using a stock transmission with an adapter plate to the engine the transmission we're leaving the stock location which has many benefits of leaving leaving all the stock where you use a, a stock drive shaft stock shift linkage stock mount cop shocks cop motor cop power plant mm-hmm. stock instead of cop but you know close yes. enough um and all that's great the problem is it does put the engine a little further forward then the ones that move that have like a T56 and shove the whole thing back further, but that's too cheaty. We're trying to do this quote unquote, the right way for our $150 motor. So we, uh, we mounted it to the, got it to the engine and looked at it and said, you know what? <laughs> I ain't going to fit. So, and you can't, it's the steering rack. It's in the way. It's not like it's something simple. It's not like a cross member. I can notch or something like that. No, it's the steering rack. Yeah, and it's important that. whenever you're doing this to have a redneck nearby. And since I was unavailable, they were forced to sub a redneck in. I ain't gonna fit. So. Uh huh. Absolutely. And it wasn't. So we uh we got the motor in place, did some more measurements, found that we had to take out about two inches out of the pan for the front sump of the pan, the front of the rear sump pan, really. So uh, got some time with a sharpie and rulers and whatnot and measured very carefully and drew some lines and then uh chrissy had to go to lowe's and get some mini dremel cutting discs they had to deconstruct the oil pan very nicely like the baffles and stuff that's in it i want to ruin those so i had to you know cut those out gently to be able to move them out of the way to be able to slice and dice the oil pan and then weld it back together so that's what we did all those beautiful welds i know sliced it up moved the front back two inches took the piece i'd taken out of the bottom stuck it on the other side welded that back together and yeah there we go i'm uh, dropping a bunch of pictures into the uh into the shared drive so we can share some if you'd like to. Sure. Uh, now, Chris, obviously you went about this really smart as opposed to like somebody like me that would just go, eh, cut it. So even after all that prep work, you did the tape, you did the Sharpie, you did it smart, the uh, cardboard aided design, as we like to say, how apprehensive were you to make that first cut in that really sweet oil pan? On a scale Mildly. of zero to... Five. Yeah, like two. It's like, eh, I okay. gotta do it. All right. I gotta do it. We've got All it. Right, so the, I've measured it carefully. So the Let's lesson is Yeah, the lesson is measure three times and then just do it. All right. Yeah. And I did, and everything lined up pretty well and the welds all went together pretty smoothly. I mean, my welds with a MIG in the driveway on a piece of cardboard are nowhere near the, you know, 
factory TIG welds that they do with a thing clamped to a jig and super nice and pretty, pretty and clean. Um, but a lot better than if we had ever put oil in it. So anyway, so now I've got to kind of clean up the welds a little bit and move the baffles back into place and weld those back into place. Double check that the pickup still fits between the baffles and the pan will be done. Might even put some paint on it so that the, you know, the, all the crap that I welded doesn't immediately rust. So there's that. Um, well, how what far else we've we come. I know, right? Uh, so that was most of the time that I spent. I didn't get to do any wiring harness stuff because I was cutting oil pans and, you know, mopping up the Wakeman Valdez as it dropped every over, time we turned the motor yeah, over. Over that, again. That <laughs> was amazing. thing just constantly found new oil to drop in the dryer. It did. Uh, also drilling out uh, broken exhaust studs. We had two of those. One of them still has a boat bit of drill bit stuck in it, and I still have to do that one, but one of them's done. Um, so that was great. Uh, also winterized and put away the boat for the year. That's in the side yard, tarped and emptied and ready to go for the winter. And did some suburban work yesterday. So we're going to tone down to VIR. Wanted to get some work done in the truck. So put four new shocks in, replaced a... Um, fuel filler neck that was leaking when you filled it all the way up and was that the part change. that arrived yeah like we were there and like a uh, ups van showed up and gave you a yep. part all the yep. time that was it happens that. all the time so the only thing I- hey chris hey chris what's up hey bob good to see you again yeah, uh, yeah. yeah here you go yeah and uh, all that's left for the sub is to replace the driver's seat cushion and cover that i have but haven't put in yet but it's mechanically ready to go. Hooked to the trailer. Civics in the trailer. There we go. Mental, what do you like think? To, All right, wait, wait. Before uh, we get to mental, take my... Uh, well, go ahead, Mental. I was going to say, I would like to take this point to remind one of our favorite listeners, Donnie, you're coming to New Hampshire. We're looking forward to seeing you. Grab those Canyon Arrow badges that you made and throw them in your Toyota right now so that you can give them to Chris and Chrissy when you get there. We have the license plate, but not the badge. So, right. Yeah. All right. Jeff is bringing up screen sharing. Ah, here we are. So, we need to be this descriptive should... about these for the people who are not on YouTube. So, that is true. So, there is this see. gorgeous Moroso custom oil pan that probably cost more than my first four cars. Chris, more than the engine did, that's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> so, Dude, my so, last bar tab was more than that engine cost. So, so those of you who are on YouTube can see this, but this is there is some. It's a beautiful. You can see the the wells. It and really everything. is. That is a high quality. Where did you guys find this pan? This thing is beautiful. Summit. Summit. All Summit right. No, and, and it's it's nice because am I looking at the uh, oil filter mount off the side of it? That is yep. really nice. It is. Yes. That is a yeah. Mac Daddy pan. Yeah. Well, we want so, the one that's going to keep the oil in place because we don't want to do this again. Like oil issues yeah. in race cars are bad. Like, so if you spend yeah. the extra $100 for the good pan with the baffles, it's worth it. So, so this is, Chris's. we need to shorten by that much lines that you can see on that. <laughs> Jerry Ringle had to do the same thing on the Thunderbird. And uh, he was also, he ended up uh, having one custom made and, uh, yeah, it was, it was the same level of apprehension. Yeah, I mean, this was custom made in air quotes. This is uh, just, we, we made it ourselves. Hell. All right, next one, Jeff. Okay, I'm that. trying to find the one that's actually cut here. Hold on a second. Well, that's a good one that we you'd go back to. Okay, Again, we'll go back to that one great. in a second. My God, that's audio. a sexy wagon in the background. Yep. 
so there it is after it's all done. I haven't cleaned it. I haven't done anything to it. That's raw weld, but it's Wait, no, no, together. that's proper, homie. Well done. So and, uh, that that's a, is it is a steel or aluminum pan? I should it's steel. know, but I don't. It's all okay. steel, all right. but I had to because I didn't want to overheat and distort it because no, because I, yeah. I had to move around a lot to keep the welds cool. No, so it's, it's probably because it's it's still thin-ish gauge metal, so yeah, it'll work. Yeah, no, I, I anyway, I, it's done. Yeah. which is nice. It'll fit now. We we put Corey, actually once I had it done, Dickman I put it in. Watching this, yeah. If Corey Dickman is watching this, he'll twitch a little, but just because he's like super awesome welding. Yeah, I'm not that really uh, cool. By fit. That's how much of the motor <laughs> sticks out of the hood. I, I actually, I, the I'm entire sorry, throttle body it. sticks above yeah. the hood. I, I am all about it. I say we just throw a cold air intake right there on the nose and go for like that pro stock friggin' uh, fiberglass hood scoop. Yeah. Hell it's yeah. Definitely going to have one of those hood scoops you see on almost every third gen Camaro these days, but hell it, yeah. It, it, it might drop slightly less than that once the pan is in. That was just the windage trace sitting on a block of wood on the cross member. So we'll see where it it's, ends up. It's not much more. Yeah. It, but it's, it's going to be like an inch down from completely sticking out of the hood. But we I, are using the truck intake that came with it because they make good power and that's what it, came with the motor. Right. We're not going to go exactly, spend, yeah. spend $200 on an LS1 intake. So we still yeah. have to cut the hood. We still don't have to cut it as much. This is funny. Well, and then... Like you, yeah, it is funnier, and also uh, of the you know basically everyone on this podcast has owned a GM tow pig with a truck intake. And how many problems have you ever had with your intake? None. It's fine. None. Although, yeah. in, Jeff, in, Jeff in, did the, in fairness, the, have, has anyone ever had an intake manifold problem? Only in uh, some of our favorite movies. Danger to manifold. Danger to manifold. <laughs> my my one buddy Paul <laughs> in Oklahoma, the 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 gaskets used to be notorious. Uh, but yeah, that, the, the, but not the manifold itself. It was just the manifold. Manifold's yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Metzl, what are you working on? Uh, we'll talk about this later, but I was down at Button Willow. So I'm, I'm in race recovery mode. So I've been doing laundry for the last two days. I'm still in class B bachelor ops. And I'm going to say this, uh, you guys are all, and even Corey brought it up during our Monday night E1R race. You are familiar with my, when the zombies come, I want to be at a lemons race theory because there's a lot of very smart people. And the Ranwin parked race team is absolutely the embodiment of that. There was a specialty vehicle manufacturer who creates like armored stuff and exports them to several European and Middle Eastern countries. That's what he has done his whole life. There was a water treatment engineer. There's like four people that work for the state. These are really, really, really smart people. It was just a, an absolutely awesome team. It was, uh, we had a great time, loved it. Um, but back local closer, it is now since the temperature is not spiking over 100 every day. Fall has come to Las Vegas. It's only in the high 90s. Mustard algae season is upon us. So while Jeff was closing his pool, I was cleaning mine. So I've been fighting that one. And it is confirmed today uh, for both the uh, MSR Houston race and the Ars Frieza Palooza. If you are coming to those races, prepare yourself. Mm. Now, Lemons is actively discouraging bribes for judges. I'm just saying if a bottle of alcohol shows up at my table, you know, that's it. Are you judging those races or are you I am. I, I, am I am judging. I am judging both of those races. Got it. Okay. So. 
I, I'm also for a season that was not supposed to be a whole lot of racing. I still have like three more races this year. <laughs> You've done a lot of racing. I've done a lot of racing. Uh, Jay even said, you know, Jay like kind of looked up and said, what the hell are you doing here? And I looked at him like, well, I'm racing. He's like, God. And we'll talk about my <clears throat> life flags. Uh, and then Jay had to give me a hard time about that one. <laughs> Good. Okay. I was muted because my son was playing something in the background, but you missed my batch <laughs> 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 of black flags. Well, there it is. You did it. Yes. Okay. I'm waiting for someone else to ask you what you're working I'm, on, Chrissy. Oh, Chrissy, what oh, you working on? Still skips over Chrissy. It's, it's all good. No, I was at the work weekend. Uh, made some food. Well, getting, getting, Chrissy. getting ready. Right. <laughs> getting ready for the weekend. That's it. Same thing everybody oh, else has been doing. All right. Now it's time for news and notes. Okay, the oft-maligned H2OI, uh, I believe it's H2OI, fest was held in, um, in uh, Ocean City, Maryland. And I have to admit, uh, it was uh, this past weekend, one of my favorite events in, as, my, as in, a, in a youth, as when, when I was you were a youth. youth. When I was a youth. Uh, so the pandemic and city officials be damned. According to an article uh, on the drive by Robert Rob Stump, uh, ways captured reports of police on literally every corner. By Sunday, there was over 100 people arrested. Cars impounded, $1,500 to $2,000 an incident. One person got like almost $4,000 fine for a single burnout. Um, and the thing is, that, like they, they told them not to come. So they knew that they shouldn't have been there. They showed up anyway. They said, this is an unofficial event. Do not come to this place. And of course, everybody showed up because that's what they do. And, uh, and then there was a whole bunch of pictures of people with rentals. And they were like... Screw you. This is not a show Volkswagen. You, this is... you actually read the article? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, this is awesome. This is my, uh, this is my jam. Used to be my jam uh, when I used to have Coke. I want to share the screen of the, the, the wave oh. picture. <laughs> Sounds, like, Sounds like Metal's super drunk. <laughs> yes. I wish I wish share the screen. Uh, yeah, I'll give you a kidney. So well. I'll totally give you a kidney. It's fine. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm not going to drink. I, I just need $5 to get home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Mental, if you'd like to hit the share button, go right ahead. It is active. I don't, I don't think Mental's internet is going to be able to do this. Uh, we'll just describe it. Have you ever seen Waze? You can imagine Waze and the police icon on ways there you go and imagine that on a barrier island that has a main road running down it and that's it and the, it's in the entire thing on both sides of the main road is nothing but police icons the entire way they're on For those block. who have never been to ocean city maryland it's three blocks wide wide from the yeah, ocean there to the are bay. only that- there are only three streets maybe four in some sections they're the ones going over the bridge, yeah. but the rest of it, but it's, you know, a couple miles long, so long, yeah. right? Up, up and down the, it's, the ocean. It's kind of a perfect cruising town. Oh, yeah. And children sharing Zimas and, and a whole bunch of tires that they're only using a quarter amount of the, the rubber that's on the road. It's hella tight, hella flush. All hella flush, place. yo. Okay, all right, let's move on. All right, I'm going to turn my video off so I don't sound drunk, hopefully. On the opposite end of the D-bag spectrum, there was a Chevrolet dealer in New York that gave a veteran a new car when he came in to buy one. So James Gilboy tells us, also over on the drive, how New York's Joe Basil Chevrolet 
notorious for their generous veterans programs, met 104-year-old veteran Clint Johnston. First off, 104 years old, and that dude's still got the mind to, to go, oh, I'm going to go car shopping today. So friggin' good on you, Clint. Came in to buy a new Chevy Sonic, but according to Joe Basil's social media, they just decided he had already given enough and said, here, Joe, or here, Clint, have a car. So that article is linked in our show notes as well. Great. That's cool. I'm yeah, looking at absolutely. it. Absolutely. Cool. Good yeah, for very him. Nice. 104, still driving. That's great. Do you think Keep he was out, like, uh, it got stick, right? <laughs> nope. I don't sure want his, it's automatic. I'm sure his reaction time is really good. <laughs> yep. Watch out for Chevy Sonics in uh, right. wherever that is. <laughs> anyway, our friend Sajeev is on the staff at Haggerty. And if you're not reading him, you should. This week, he breaks down a lovely new hybrid from China called the SS Dolphin. It's a kind of cute, but completely blatant, but completely terrible ripoff of a 58 Corvette. Like, wait, wait, wait. That's the picture of the Dolphin? Yeah. It's, it's imagine I a, 58 that was Corvette a 58 Corvette from the side. Well, the, the, the wheelbase is totally wrong, especially the front. Like those front wheels are back way yeah, yeah. too they're far. They're a little too far back from the front. And they're the these skinny little like steelies with white walls that didn't even look right on a 58 Corvette. Anyway, um, it's apparently based on a front wheel drive passenger car with a one and a half liter turbocharged engine, electric motor, batteries, six speed dual clutch gearbox, 315 horsepower, zero to 60 in six seconds and about 88 grand at current exchange rates. But, you know, uh, I mean, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty hideous looking from the side. Like that, <laughs> that, that gap is all wrong. So yeah. Chinese stylists have yet to find their own design language. We'll put it that way. So. And who made that? So saying or something like that? Yes. Uh, Dolphin. Who knows? Great. No, uh, what you said. I don't know. Yeah. So saying young. So saying young. I don't know. I don't know. One of them. So Jay Ramsey at auto week has seen the patent application for the next generation Honda Civic. The 11th generation Civic will have two body styles, a five-door hatch and a four-door sedan. You heard that correct. For the first time in a long time, the Civic will not be available as a two-door coupe or a station wagon either. It hasn't been a station oh. wagon in 100 years. Uh, I looked at the pictures of this. It, it looked okay. Um, what they said was kind of missing from the patent application is uh, all of the different intakes and scoops and sporty little flares, which means they are either hiding the sporty model and not, uh, not trying to put that as part of the patent application, or they are just not going to have a really zoomy, zooty 11th generation Civic. Uh, they'll, they'll definitely come up with an SI or a Type R, as well as those have been well, selling but lately. If you remember, like an SI, it didn't have all of the flares and yeah. funk, you know what I mean? So either they're going back to a more sedate looking, you know, where it's not as tragically different. We've got time. Uh, it always takes a couple more years for the good ones to come out. Yeah. So, or anyway. the, like I said, or they're just going to do it later. Upcoming races. Champ is in our backyard for the Money Shift Racing Pittsburgh Grand Prix. Money Shift Racing Pittsburgh Grand Prix. I wonder, is Money Shift Racing sponsoring them, or are they trying to get jokey yes. jokey with their titles again? Okay. No, they... Uh... Champ Car has a program where teams can sponsor races. Oh, oh. very cool. Oh. Well, the I fact would... that there are 
21 boring BMWs. That's why it's called Money Shift Racing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, 71 cars, so that's uh, almost 30% BMWs. Boring. 11 boring. Miatas, 4 Hondas, 6 Porsches, and a daggone Chevy Beretta. They keep oh, bringing that thing back. I hope Good it does for them. well. Seriously. Yeah. I All hope right, it's good. turquoise with pink accents. I, I'm sure it is. Right. Z26, Duh. yo. Yeah. That's the only way it comes, right? Z24. I think it's Z24. GTU. The, the GTU yes. package. With GTU the package. The okay, no one cares. It's Beretta. Uh, our favorite lucky dog, Kathy, is holding the dog uh, A-style Okanogan, I think it is. Classic at Area 27 Motorsports in Oliver, British Columbia. I know some people that are very happy about this. Uh, that's Canada, also uh, called the Bob Ramachuk. 99 eh team memorial race eh eh whatever eh. uh like a can- well like a canadian she, would say she doesn't know what that's a boot i, I do <laughs> um well americans can't go on account of the rona i didn't realize this the event is limited to 65 cars friday track pro- uh, practice qualifying and a nine plus eight uh hour enduro no entry list Man. yet that is going to be, be the politest race ever. Right? Oh, that's so cute. Uh, oh, I no, wonder... you go first. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, no I'm so sorry. Uh, why not? I, I don't do a Canadian accent like you do. Uh, I wonder how many people from British Columbia are going to, like, how many Canadians uh, well, from... all of them, apparently. Well, so, I don't right. I think, I think 65 They might get some be... from uh, Alberta. I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out where this is. Probably not Saskatchewan, but just fun to say. It's on the west coast, British. Yeah. So this is like, like the the like the east to west center of Washington State, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. straight up over the Canadian border, and it's right Mm -hmm. at the Canadian border. So supposed to be a fantastic track. If the Rona wasn't happening, because we know Kathy Pills a lot of cars from the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. That would mm-hmm. probably be a pretty populous ra- a race. Well, I think Sean and Kate have like four cars, so I think they should be okay. Yeah. That maybe yeah. they'll win with all four cars because Hopefully. nobody else shows up. Good maybe. for them. I hope so. I hope so too. <laughs> so recent race results. We talked last week. Champ Car ran Harris Hill this weekend. Saturday was all Miata, all on the same lap podium. Because that's all that was there pretty much this weekend, from what I remember. Uh, Lone Star Racers had an 08 that took the gold by 55 seconds. Winkler Motorsports 92 was silver. And Touchstone's 92 was bronze, a minute and 15 seconds behind the leader. That's close. Mm-hmm. Sunday was the same thing, but um, Lone Star was able to get uh, the win by a full lap. And both days they said fast time of the day. And really, all five of the top five were Miatas. I mean, this is like it's spec Miata for Champ Car this time. Yes, because I don't know, Texas. What is it about Texas and Miatas? I thought they'd all be Mustangs and Camaras. But... Really? Seriously. Yeah, well, I thought they'd call Lots you of hairdressers. A... Right. All these queer folks in Miatas. <laughs> Texas, right? Maybe, maybe. Maybe this is what it is. People who knew bought Miatas new. And then in the, on the, like, the used market, nobody's buying them because they're like, oh, that's for queers. Right. Or the only way to butch up a Miata is to throw a roll cage in it and go wheel to wheel. And nobody sees that from their bro dozer. You can paint anyway. it camouflage. True. <laughs> you uh, did. Yeah. And so Lemons was in the butt this weekend. We're going to talk more about that in the main topic in just a bit. So Nice. Listener feedback time. So 
our buddy Craigers was watching on the on the tube episode 157 and he emailed us to say i should have convinced y'all to pimp the terminally confused for episode 157 i laughed a bit when our hatchback after the theme fell off went past jeff's background with our original raised number on it because they only ran summit point once yeah that's why i'm running a race behind it so so listeners could see their cars I don't think uh, they ran that race. I think that was that the one where Craig no, I don't think Kurt, Kurt, no Kurt and Craig were not up for this one for this race. But other okay. people, but can, other people so. can, yeah, yes. On the yep. tube, Mister. We, we do have more. Sorry, we do have more than one listener of Kurt <laughs> Craig. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Some right. days I don't know that we do. Okay, on the well, tube, your mom, Mister <laughs> A J H seven seven two two. Which we just really need to know your name. That you're not a uh, bot. We know you're not a bot. Um, I'm just trying to understand what this apron means. Doodly do, not my strong point. I could, okay, I can, I can, do you want me to translate? Yes, wait until you're done. <laughs> Thanks for another upload. Enjoy <laughs> listening slash watching while at work. So last week I said, put your comments down in the doodly do. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Wow. He's thorough. Yes. yes. So that, that is uh, that is a callback to a YouTuber that you don't watch. Well played. A funny, right. a funny Canadian who builds things and right now he's like Hamsa, Hamsa's idol is this guy. Like, oh, okay. Wow. Okay. All right. Miata 13B, AK Alex L said, wow, I totally love the Ban E30 sticker. Will still make an appearance on my helmet with an E1R sticker. Much is needed, which is much needed. And Jim W, don't know this guy. Uh, yes, I will bring games. Some might be a race cars. Uh, also, I drove the RV for 20 hours to get 12 hours of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, not the first hey. guy to pay us to sleep in the RV instead of racing. But. Yeah, and instead of playing race car board games, we played a Jaws board game that actually was pretty good. Yes, and I was Jaws, and, and, and Jaws was very drunk by the end of the game and yep. very done. <laughs> I don't know what you mean at all. I'm pretty sure you were just as drunk. So I was getting there. Brandon, um, De- oh, that, that's, that's it's not my turn. I mean, you can if you want. Go no, no, it. go ahead, All go right. ahead. Yeah, so Brandon W had two comments in our last episode. First, he has a serious question for Jeff: Was the oil pan baffled? No idea what he's talking about. Exactly. Uh, the and- one that you chopped up, I think. <laughs> did, uh, yeah. did we talk about the oil pan? Maybe we did. I don't I don't know. Know. But it was, it was, it was, I don't know if it was baffled, but it was certainly a bit confused. Yes. Um, <laughs> Brandon then followed by, I have recently been corrected. It's pronounced Sophia. Also check out the five-star review I left in the Apple podcast app for you guys. <gasps> Which means we have a new iTunes review. I've said this a hundred times. If you write an iTunes review, we are going to read it word for word. So you could make me say strange things. You could give us five stars and be like, Jeff, try and pronounce this. Blah, 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 and just smash the keyboard and I will try and pronounce it. So, C. Do Jumper posted. So, you are looking for a new podcast and you stumbled upon these four. I'm so sorry you are looking for some kind of self-torture. All joking aside, the quote three pedal mafia is an all right bunch of people i mean there's this one guy who calls himself mental and there are three others here but no one can remember their names oh yeah one is named chrissy and we all remember her because her mom's cookies are amazing so we've heard come to a race 
you can find out. Also, there's some kind of weird dominatrix turn during the show, and she'll give you just a tip. Sounds kinky. Kinky. Sounds kinky. If you're Hank Hill. I'm going to say kinky. Maybe one of these days, these four will grow up and play with real cars like Chrysler LeBarons, Ford Escorts, or even a boat. But until then, they'll give you some awesome racing advice, news and notes from the racing world, and some pretty good safety advice. I truly hope you tune in and enjoy the comedy that is Every One Racers. Woo! Thanks, Brandon. That awesome! That gives us, uh, I believe, 50 reviews. Wow. wow! Do we get anything for that? No. Yeah. Uh, we still got a show. That and a dollar. That and a dollar fifty gets you a cup of coffee at Starbucks. Uh, a hearty handshake. That's what. Yeah. Well, today, <laughs> coffee's free yeah. because it's National Coffee Day. Dollar fifty at Starbucks? You crazy? No, yeah. it's free. No, just for the, like the just for like the plain. Chr- Chrissy, you're wearing your Lucky Dog shirt. I am. But you but, didn't like yep. show it when we were talking about Lucky Dog. Well, I was talking when I was talking about right. Lucky oh, Dog. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Okay. Love you, Kathy. All right. I'm sorry. Next. Let me take that back before we do that. That is 49. Oh. Uh, oh. oh. So here's the deal. So here's the deal. The person that gives us our 50th iTunes review will get a free, as of now, unmade Everyone Racers t-shirt. What? Everyone uh, we get. We don't have a we get, whoever, t-shirt. Whoever gives us, who, no, but but we're going to have one, and the person that gives us the fiftieth review is going to get one of them. All right, no time. For I got magic markers, but okay, great. Yep. <laughs> I'll find a white shirt. <laughs> yep. I'll make it a colored I'll shirt. Thank you. Your first E1R right. shirt. Ooh, fantastic! Performance art. Reaction. Um, I was passed out in a Walmart parking lot. So I passed out on the couch not long after that. Jeff was passed out somewhere at home. So I was there actually with Eric and uh, bearded sim racer Ryan, and it was VIR. We had like twenty cars there. Santiago ended up winning in the 87, the only 87. So he won his class, you know, so there's that. <laughs> um, and I think T- Tyler Stank almost won the, the let's pick a number and they win award again. We picked a ninth and he was ninth for a long time. We didn't know. And we said, who's ninth? He said, oh man, no, it can't be him again. Tyler Stank again? <laughs> right. Fortunately, he moved himself up to eighth. So that was good. Uh, good yeet fest at the end. Uh, it was fine. It was, I mean, everyone loved VIR. That was for sure. D- and uh, Uncle Dave worked himself up to third at the end after really stepping on his wiener in the start. So, so I haven't even had a chance to listen to it yet because we are recording a whole twenty four hours earlier than we normally record. So uh, 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 maybe I'll listen to it tomorrow. Perfect. Was it fun? Yeah, it was fine. You know, we're all those three. It wasn't no. our, you know, it's not like me and Eric are going to set the world Chuckle on fire. It up. With, with, right, exactly. I don't know. No, nope. Eric, <laughs> Eric Rude is pretty freaking funny. I'm sorry. I feel like with you and Eric, there'll be less like just absolute less penis jokes, guffaws. But I feel like you and Eric are going to be a lot more quoted throughout the week. Like everyone is going to wait for that one Zoom meeting where they could use that Chris Abbott or Eric Rude line. Mostly Eric Rude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. And we had an E1R race last night. Who was there? Uh, now, to that end, when we announced our uh, last week, our iRace announcement on Facebook, Wally S. commented, wait a minute. 
there's an everyone racers discord channel there is and we put the link in our show notes so if you're going to come to uh -oh. our night races which you totally should 90% of the entertainment is actually Absolutely. on the discord channel and yeah and and when we suddenly plow into you from behind it's a lot less funny with the jokes we, or rather it's a lot less offensive with the jokes we make as we do it all right cool uh so where do we race VIR again. Did you leave? Yeah. Can't tell because you're right here. <laughs> we only see a blank space. It's all right. Well, hey, you know what? None of our videos cut out that badly, or our audio has cut out that badly. It's true. So it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Hopefully, you are too. Um, we're going to VIR Psst, this weekend. He actually just got a wacky haircut. It has nothing to do with the he internet. He did not, actually. No. Maybe that's why he's hiding. <laughs> my hair's like never, it's never been this big in my whole life. He um, starts wearing hats, and I was like, why are you wearing a hat? He's like, because it was, his hair is all over the place. So falling in my face. Embrace uh, it, Chris. Embrace I, it. Uh, it's the, the corona. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to VIR next week, so we wanted more time there. Plus, Lemons next week is at VIR and Sonoma Rallycross. So we said, well, we'll just do VIR. So we did. Yeah. I, well, I asked Uncle Dave and he said, you know, I liked VIR before, but after driving it two hours on Sunday, he said, now I love VIR. So nice. We went back. Well, yeah. and apparently it's cool just to join Discord and not actually drive. That's what Hamsa and Mental did because they never got past their millions of updates for and missed both races. I don't suggest you do that. Our, our Discord channel is pretty busy anyway, but it was not. Hey, it's still nice to have them there. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I would do that. Because some days, some days I can't make it because I got other things going on and <sighs> kids and things. So anyway, yeah, Discord channel. Awesome. Uh, as the Rona goes, the E1R Monday Night Race League is one of the best things to come out this year. And we're not serious, but we are serious about the fun. So join us on Monday nights. Join the Discord channel. Uh, it is 9 o'clock we do one race and 10 o'clock we do another race. Uh, do we know what we're racing this week? Well, we already raced this week, so what, next week? Oh, you know what I mean. When they hear yeah. it, what's going to be the well, next Well, I'm going to have to look and see what Lemons is doing. We try to mirror whatever Lemons does for the most part, yeah. unless they're doing something really terrible. I, I think they might be doing figure eight this week, which means we'll do that, because figure eight is always figure fun. Eight is figure eight's the best. Hilarious. Yeah. I think so we're going to be doing some, some weirder cars this week, like yeah. some, something a little different. Okay. Yeah. Like like legacy NASCAR trucks or something stupid no. like that. or No. What? Did you tell me? Well, you know what I love with the figure eight is this is the stupid legends cars. Because well, we they're, them in there too, they're made the out more... of rubber yeah. and they accelerate like mad, but they don't go that fast. So they're great for the figure eight. Well, that's we, we put different kind of cars. In fact, the more disparate kind of cars you put in there, the better the figure eight race I think, is. I think one of the Formula Mazdas would be cool, too. Anyway, yeah. so check it out. Monday nights, one race at 9, one race at 10. Uh, there is a password because we don't East, want every... Eastern Standard. Oh. Eastern, you know thank you. Eastern. You know what next, next week is? It's Monza. Ooh. So uh, we're going to have to buy Monza. Oh, we got to pay. Well, either that or we can oh. do something else. Like we could do... Um, I don't know. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll figure it out. We will. But Monza. Go. Hey. Yeah, Monza's kind of cool. Actually, why don't you uh, clap back at us? Tell us on Facebook what you'd like us to run. Yeah, uh, great perfect. idea. Yeah. So there it is. We do have a password. It is really easy to figure out. It's our favorite brake pad. It's four letters long, and it starts with ST. You figure it out. Of right. Yep. 
Uh, you know who never has to call us and ask what the password is? It's true. We call them <laughs> instead, <laughs> like every time. Chrissy's mom. I had a, I had a, but I believe was, was it Chrissy's or Chrissy's mom's banana muffin thing that snuck into my little Ziploc bag for yes. breakfast today? Oh, it yes. Wonderful. Chrissy's, yeah. My, you know, my mom made it. I don't do that. Oh. It was wonderful. Good. I'm glad. No one in my family eats banana. So I get to keep them all. Nobody else eats. Nice. <laughs> That's great. All right. It's me, Topic Time. It's got a great Topic Time. What, it's a double feature tonight. Is is it, we, feature. Last week wasn't a twofer. We were going to make it a twofer, but it didn't oh, work out that way. So this one's the twofer now. Okay. Right? Yeah. Look at, look at, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the twofer now. That's right. Love it's, that. it's two great topics. We got to talk about wiping up after the butt and the eye racing. <laughs> it doesn't get old. <laughs> no, it doesn't. And Matt, eye aside, really quick. Yeah, please. One of my favorite jokes on the planet is when somebody is wearing any article of clothing with Winnie the Pooh on it, you go up to him and you go, there's poo on that shirt. <laughs> or there's poo on your pants. Or there's poo on your shoes. And it never gets old, no matter how many times you do it. This oh. button willow joke is also hilarious, no matter how many times you do it. That Wiping awesome. up after the butt. Uh, I, don't, did, I didn't have a butt this week. So mental. <laughs> Why didn't you mental tell us it. about your butt? He was all the butt. I was all the butt. I, uh, yeah, I was, I was a total butt. So great track and one of the things like chris talked about early on is that the dust around button willow is it's very fine and it does kind of get into everything say like i don't know if you have a master cylinder failure on like a 76 uh you know omega and you back it into mazda star completely off the track you'll be picking dust out of your eyes for the next two days and then like like the next day say like you're driving a pontiac solstice and you go off at exactly the same corner so while you're having a conversation with jay lamb you're still picking dust out of your eyes but outside of that it was a great race uh a truly just 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 fun time i enjoy that track some people don't find it very technical i like it because it's narrow and there are artificial but real elevation changes particularly phil hill there's a lot there's a confidence level to phil hill so i i enjoyed it um one of the cars that every time all of us everyone on both teams saw coming up in our mirror was the just beat to snot bmw e30 of hella shitty uh, they don't even have a grill on that car anymore. And you could see the fan turning in front of the radiator. It, it stands out in your mirrors or coming. So we, we always point them by. They ran away with the victory over you mad bro, which is a cheaty as snot, but not really cheaty E36 with an LS in it. And then tired iron racing and a Miata was two hours before in that. And I want to frame that up because those three cars were 15 laps above fourth place and eyesore was fifth so that's the the caliber of racing that happens out there they, they, they eyesore the, can the win top. anything they posted on their facebook that they were having issues early on on saturday they were winning for a while like early on early yes uh, and they are they were fast all weekend when they were on the track yeah they were having i forget what the issues were they were having some kind of issues that they announced early that they it wasn't a winning race for them 
Yeah. Anybody can have issues. And, that definitely happens. Right. But it was, it, it was a great time. Uh, you know, and, and there's some people that they brought some cool stuff out. There was the 59 Pontiac that I posted up on the Instagram that I called the WAP, which in this case was the wide ass Pontiac. And uh, Steph Schrader replied to our Instagram post of, you know, asking for a car while I ride that car, which is a, a did you mean to do it? Um, <laughs> if, if he never listens to the show, he's going to have no idea how that sounded. Right in the middle of the rack. Uh, you you got so it sounded like it sounded like t-pain for a minute <laughs> oh, was, oh internet this is not going well oh that was funny awesome. so also uh thursday night a, a ford ranger rolled up and they start cutting full-size sheets of aluminum and they made a tesla truck that they called the cyber fucked surprisingly quick that little uh that one opile was right across from us they were 23rd overall planned obsolescence in the 79 buick skyhawk was 61st they had an unofficial competition with Corey dickman and the ram with parked 76 omega uh when the car runs it's fast but as as Corey put it down there is they have a lot of problems so then they fix it and they're so angry when they fix it they just go out there and rage drive until it blows up again uh, but a fun car. Uh, the uh, 59 Pontville was, uh, a, it was looked awesome, ran awful, limped around the track all weekend, got 49 laps. So it was 80th. The Cha Otis. Otis. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Uh, finished 53rd. So they were pitted next to us and, or not, they had their garages. There were no uh, hot pits at Button Willow. So we were doing everything in the garages following the uh, Lemons rules about fueling. So they had their radio and we could hear their radio calls all weekend. And it's just, it was interesting and sad at the same time because they're great guys and they're really good drivers in that car running. But you could start to hear them, what the hell's going on with this shifter? Oh my God, this thing sucks. Fucking Christ, I can't get it to go into fourth gear. Oh, my God. And we were sitting in Corey's uh, garage laughing our heads off about what was being broadcast on their radio next door. Uh, Dickman's ran with Park, the mighty, mighty, mighty 76. Oldsmobile Omega was 10th overall. We were second in class. We were fighting, not fighting, battling is a good word, with the uh, Honda Accord of Takata R&D. Great bunch of folks are following us on Instagram now. Hopefully they'll listen to this episode. They ran clean. They ran fast. Their opening driver on Sunday is a time attack champion. And when he came around me and laughed me inside the first hour, when I started two cars behind him, that was just such an ego stop. Just, oh, there's still some texture in your ego. I'm just going to mash it all flat. You suck as a driver, mental. <laughs> um they had a black flag, we had a black flag, and then we started developing transmission problems, but it was a nail-biter right to the end. And they truly earned that victory. Good bunch of folks. And, of course, sorry for party racing in the wet-ass Pontiac, which is now the West Coast Solstice. They were seventh overall. So they uh, – that, uh, that seems pretty Matt fantastic for this car. I mean, if, com if, like completely Matt added, Solstice. Yeah. 
It's not so much anymore. Uh, Matt ordered all new tires for it, but they didn't show up. And Chris Champion spent the night at his house when he landed in L.A. and then drove up and brought some of the tires. And then Tire Rack actually got the red, the the the, the drop shipper screwed something up and they didn't get him in time and tire rack did their level best to get it right and they got the tires between chris champion and of onset fame and tire rack all the tires showed up at button willow saturday so we got them mounted there at button willow they've got a fully functional tire shop which is awesome who also sells ice for your cooler and we got them all mounted up. If we'd had those tires on Saturday, the car would have been a little bit faster, but we all picked up two to three seconds. So we've got nice big fat rubber on there, still sitting at stock ride height. We corner weighted it Saturday night with the new tires on there. And uh, Matt's got you mean some. Put uh, it on scales, not actually corner weighted it. There's nothing to adjust. <laughs> We actually did because we were shifting springs around to try and adjust that weight. Now, <laughs> A, I'm not smart not enough to understand. I know. A, I'm not smart enough to understand it. And then B, I was probably a case and a half in a white claws by the time we were doing this. So I didn't really understand everything Matt was telling me. But this we did great. it. We just... were all drunk in like different states. At the same time. <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, by the time we got it, it actually settled it because I got to drive. I drove it for practice on Friday and I drove it again Sunday. And it was a, it was, it's, it's, it's not off stock, but it's picking up a few seconds. So we think with some braking, some really actually calibrated suspension, because it's diet. not a, and, and, and a diet. And, it needs to uh, lose a couple hundred cell. pounds. And it's got to have a fuel cell because the thing just, it's, when you're refueling a four cylinder more than you're refueling an LS swapped 70s car, you, you probably need to think about it's a tiny little tank. It's a shame. Yeah. Well, but I also wonder if it is. similar it is. to. But it's a. Good job setting it up. I wonder if similar to a Miata, because it is a tiny little car, would mm-hmm. 20 gallons of fuel really upset, upset the weight? Nah, it's too heavy and it's think, got so yeah. much tire on under yeah. it. It'll be fine. A Miata, when you strip it out, it weighs 2,200 pounds. Yeah. Solstice, this one weighs 2,800 right now. So, Yeah, but if you yeah, got 200 pounds out of it, still, right. yeah. it doesn't have uh, also, the same light up- feel. It's true. We ended up redoing the cage uh, Thursday, Friday night. We we redid the cage, cut the um, the, the Halo bar, main window bar. Yeah, and yeah. then redid that, which really improved visibility. So we're not using the cameras anymore. But well, that, uh, we that had forward Corey Halo on, bar on site, and Corey is a phenomenal welder. That forward Halo bar. The only reason it was so terrible was that was the last piece of tubing I had that was long enough to fit <laughs> in that spot, and it was too late. Oh, that's so great! <laughs> so it's that true. one had to go there. Matt, oh, Matt was trying so hard not to say anything disparaging about you, and he's like, "I don't know what Chris was thinking with this bar. That makes so much more yeah, sense." Yeah, it was in. It was in. He it was in your one, field like, of view. Free bed that goes up. Yeah. It was the last bar Absolutely. I had that would and fit. That was any, it. The mirror would only just. Oh, that's that's awesome. What, whatever. Okay. Ha- so didn't we? So actually, I think you you would love the visibility in the car now because it is it is genuinely a delight. It's, I love it's that the visibility car. behind that's the problem because the yeah. ass is so enormous in that car and you're sitting in a bathtub like you look left yes. and right and your eyes are at the level of the door. The the but problem we was able, is we that we were able to raise the wink mirror up and it really works yes, out. Yes, that's what right. I was going to say. I was going to say the problem is that the mirror oh, it was too close to your face. So it only yeah. showed your face. <laughs> yeah. And also uh 
Now the, the, the second part of this is, you know, I, I climbed into a 76 Oldsmobile Omega and the thing is Corey Dickman is a really like alarmingly underestimated intelligent guy, but he's got an affinity for Malaise era cars. He loves big American seventies cars, but what he has done with that Omega with a few maybe cheaty parts to say Hotchkiss on there is he has made a car that is a beast it's still a turbo 350 but it's an ls pushing it and that thing and i learned a new phrase this weekend called miata rage where miata is coming to the corner and look over to 76 omega and go oh you can't handle this corner like i can to what we would go oh oh yes we can and then on the straightaway, you're going to listen to the sounds of freedom as I pull you down the straightaway. So Corey built a great car, and I loved driving it. Matt was faster in the Solstice or in the uh, Omega than he was in the Solstice, even as he chased his own Solstice down driving the uh, Omega Saturday. The uh, fastest lap of the weekend was 210, but Matt managed to get that Omega into 220 territory. Cool, cool, cool. I, I don't really know enough about Button Willow. What what kind of track is it? Power track, handling track, kind of in the middle. It's kind of in the middle. Like it's got kind some of in the middle. Big, big long straights, and then it's got like a little tight set of S's, and then it's a really tight like hairpin, and you know then another little kind of chicane kind of thing. So yeah, we ran the it, bus stop. Yeah, I, it and doesn't is it like have a, a whole lot of flow in yeah, my opinion, was, though. And like it's also it, fairly flat. Yeah, it's in the desert, but there's just not. I feel like. One or the one that one or Chuckwalla has a little bit more elevation. I think Chuckwalla has more flat. elevation than Button Willow, but yeah, <clears throat> still they're both the flat. I just so kind of like Willow, I just think Maine, is like where there's like kind of like a power section and then like a hand yeah, section. it has more corners in Summit Maine, but it just doesn't. I never developed a good flow at Button Willow. Like I'm like it, 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 it's just some like here are some corners. Also, this might have been the car we you had. were driving when you were there. Just saying. <laughs> I mean, I spent the most time in the Simca that weekend, which was basically just stand on it all the way around the track. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it's maybe yeah. that's. The I, I really I got a great rhythm with the uh, the Omega. It, you know, just knowing where to downshift the turbo 350 into second, and then get on the power. He has a lot of tire under that car, and then sometimes you just kind of hang the rear end rear end out a little bit, and that's where you go. And there were a lot of people that underestimated that car going through Phil Hill. But now the catch is I needed all of Phil Hill because I'm hitting that thing. It's going to get light and it's going to flow over it. But uh, the Omega, I really felt like I got a good rhythm. The Solstice, I never found the rhythm. Other drivers did on the team. Other drivers were just crushing it, but I never found the same rhythm. Cool. All right. Great. Highly recommended. Come out there. It's a great facility. How this is the, the one where the bathrooms turn, the lights turn off, right? Not anymore. They redid the state. They're, they're all on switches now. So they don't. I'm pretty sure I said that because I think somebody yeah. posted the meme yes, and then somebody meme, else yeah. said it's fixed now. But the uh, Corey was ranting and raving about how the showers were private. And then uh, sure enough, Saturday morning, he's telling me, he's like, so I told you guys, the, you know, the showers are private and uh, I'm out there taking a shower and good gust of wind came up and just blew the curtain straight high. And I'm, well, 
they've seen everything now. So <laughs> I showered in my RV, so I didn't have to worry about that. But they didn't so even the have showers are still outdoors. Yeah, they didn't even have uh, curtains on them. When we were, well, it was also no. it was winter, so there December. Was, yeah, yeah right, I guess <laughs> like, they don't want you showering in December. I didn't want to yeah, shower in December. Yeah. So this is this is like basically Bakersfield, California. So this is kind of in the central uh, valley. Central, no, it's like an, central it's like state, an right? hour outside of Bakersfield. I mean, but I Bakersfield mean, is like the closest thing, right? I mean, it's the Correct. desert outside of Baker. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. the town that you can right. say. Do you know where that is? Or I, what we <laughs> yeah. said the, when we were first going out there, we we're like, the, the, oh, I'm, can I finish yes. my story for a second? Please. Going to, oh, it's December. Oh, I'm going to go to California over, you know, and it'll December. be warm. <laughs> right. And they're like, oh, where? And I'm like, Bakersfield. And they're like, don't uh, really know where uh, that is. And I was like, Central? Bakersfield. <laughs> it's going to be colder there than it is here. And they're all like, oh, cool. They have the best tacos ever. If you're ever in Bakersfield, call me. I'll tell you where to go to get tacos. You can't get some good Mexican. Food it is the armpit bad. of California, really. Yeah. Bakersfield. Well, Central Valley is where all the all the produce is made, like for most of the western part of the state. Almonds so. and pistachios. Yes, yeah. as far as the eye can see. No boiled nice. peanuts. All right. <laughs> well, that was a good wrap up. Mental. Thank you. Now this is this is the second part of the twofer. This isn't enough to do its own topic. Double so we shot, thought. Double shot. Right, exactly. Double shot We're, Tuesday. Sorry, go this, on. It is. We're going to do an iRacing follow up because it was way back uh, in November that we started talking about getting iRacing rigs. And in the subsequent months, we all have. We've started our own E1R racing night. We're all using them regularly. It's time to turn around and look at what we did how we feel about it. Maybe we're going to help some of those. You haven't made the plunge yet as we get into the off season when people are going to start thinking about this stuff again, a little bit more even. So we're going to go just round robin on a bunch of topics just to see where we are. So we're going to start off with how do you feel about your computer setup? Like the computer itself, what you got, et cetera, accessories, the hardware. Uh, we wrote in the same order. So why don't you call on people, but I'll start. Uh, we'll just keep going in the same order. Just do it. Just, okay, same order. Yeah. All right. Uh, so my setup is okay. Uh, I got an off-the-shelf gaming laptop. I did not spend high-end money. I spent middle-end money. And middle-end, right? <laughs> uh, it it runs fine. It it actually low-end money. It wasn't. It wasn't middle-end. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Uh, it was under a thousand, but it was approaching a thousand. So, that's low end money. <laughs> Whatever, keep going. Whatever, it's all relative, <laughs> all right. really. Actually, rel- it is relative. I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm not trying to be a dick. So, so, um, yeah. Well, there's gaming computers out there that are like 400 bucks. So that is middle end. But anyway, um, yeah. It, it, the the Fact. no problem. It runs everything great. Um, my setup loves to confuse what microphone is speaking at the moment um so uh and i have an oculus so sometimes it thinks i'm talking to the oculus and sometimes it doesn't think i'm talking to the oculus so this is probably operator error not hardware issues um but yeah my setup is great i wish it talked to the oculus a little better that's the next section yeah mental how's your computer what is it and how is it uh so i actually bought a it wasn't custom built to be gaming, but I bought a custom setup from a local buddy of mine. This was his password cracker that he added a, a, 
a GeForce GTX Founders Edition video card too. The, the, the card has more memory than I think my Mac that I use to do the show with. So this thing is full tilt. I've got a 1600 watt power supply. All of my issues of iRacing have all come from user error. This thing has been an absolute tank. It is a water-cooled CPU. So I, I'm probably ready for at least another five years of upgrades on this thing. If I leave it running during the day, the temperature in my office increases by about five degrees, and Vicky will actually start to complain. So it is <laughs> a beast of a computer. I, I, and and I, I absolutely love it. I've used it to a very limiting degree for some other gaming. I'm just not a gamer. So it, it's primarily iRacing. And I've, I've, I haven't had a hiccup outside of software updates that I just need to stay in front of. Dressing? Uh, well, I think ours is pretty good, but I couldn't tell you a single stat on it. Uh, <laughs> but mostly, <laughs> not that I don't know about computers, it's mostly because I didn't do the setup. So you should speak to what the actual setup is. Yeah, it's a desktop It's a with a Ryzen R7 processor, I think. <clears throat> it was about 800 bucks last year on a Black Friday sale. So not bottom of the barrel, but definitely not a you know, liquid-cooled Alienware kind of thing. No, like, no, you know, no. Good enough, but solid-state drive, um, which is which is great instead of a spinny hard drive. Um, and it's hardware wise, it's been fine. We get a good frame rate for everything we do. It does it quickly. It hasn't given us any problems. Um, yeah, the, the, the computer itself is fine. The key, it came with a keyboard that works. We got a, you know, found a wireless mouse around that we put on there. That's a little bit better too, to help, but, uh, hardware wise, everything's been great. Um, we have a Logitech G29 steering wheel and that's been completely fine. Like I, I get maybe because I don't know any better, but I feel like the pedals give appropriate feedback. Wheel gives appropriate feedback. Like it, you know, it's a game. Like this is not a high end motion sim rig. I'm not expecting the world, but it works well. Cool. So now the, the next setup is what, what about your visual setup? Do you have screens? Do you have the VR? How do you like it? Talk about, let's talk a bit more about that. Jeff. So uh, this is where I am a little down because I do not get monitors because I thought for sure I'd be running this on my Oculus and my laptop does not talk to my Oculus and I haven't put enough effort probably into it. Um, but the, um, yeah, so I also have a GTX the pretty decent uh, video card and stuff. And when I go to Oculus, it basically says, we are aware that we don't run on all gaming laptops with GTX specific lists. There's a list and it says, we're working on it. And I say, great. So then I kind of put it away and don't worry about it. So I go to my giant screen TV and I sit in front of it. So it's really big, but it doesn't have the right ratio. And because I have to put my chair next to it, I'm too far away and I only have one screen and it doesn't, and VR it doesn't does, give me enough. There are some things that VR does very yeah. well. Like so, figure eight, can't do a figure eight yeah. well. Can't if look. You don't left, have can't VR. Right. Yes. And even though I have like the left, look left, look right button, it it doesn't work. Like it just literally like makes the screen go like. There's well, no and you should be doing things faster than you don't. You don't have time to do that. Yeah. You you so, can when it's your it's your eyes, but v- visual is definitely my problem. Yep. Okay. Mental. I, I went VR on your recommendations and I don't regret it for a second. It is, um, 
I probably actually have more visualization in VR iRacing than I do in a real race car because you've got a Hans and you're all strapped in and now containment seats are pretty much standard everywhere. So you get about this and you learn to use your mirrors. But even la last night, because we're recording this early, last night when I was we were doing the race at VAR and I was using Santiago's setup. So it was a little twitchier than I was used to. And I mowed a lot of grass as I would pull out back onto the track. I would lean forward to get past the containment seat. And I would look left like I, like I'm driving a car and I would look to see who's coming and I could time my track reentry on there. So just from a situational awareness standpoint, and I do not as much lately, I've uh, been traveling a lot and working a lot, but I do racing outside of our, the lemons and the uh, E1R league. And that ability to be able to merge back onto the track safely is absolutely key. I just or go. Even I can't just see. Looking, just, that's, that's the best. Right. <laughs> and, and, and just and like, as I'm coming into a corner to see if I'm about to chop somebody's nose off, I can look over to the left and see how far back they are. And it, it has made a huge difference. Just hit them. <laughs> yeah. And we'll talk, about, we'll talk about why some people take that as like the greatest defense in the world when we get to the end of this questionnaire. Cause it's, but yes. Okay. Chrissy. Um, I like our, uh, our VR is great. It doesn't fit. I still have not found the best fit for my head. So it, it's still, uh, yesterday and my cheeks were down to like my chin. Um, and I kept trying to, I kept trying to pull the thing up, but the thing in the middle, I'm at the max of the Velcro on the top of the VR. So, um, so other than that, it's fine. And yesterday was making me seriously sick. Um, I think I spun too much because <laughs> it was, I was doing that. Um, so yeah, no, it's great. I like it. And, and, and you, you, a bunch of months ago, we talked about your kind of queasiness inside the VR um, and then you just brought it up now. So can you talk about like, has it progressed? Have you gotten better? Have you gotten more no. used to it? No, no, and no. Um, I haven't gotten any better because I don't do it nearly as much. Chris usually will sometimes do both races. I will do sometimes do one. I do not practice outside of our races. Um, I, I think it's, it depends. Yesterday I was just feeling sick, but I think it's if I spin too much. I focus on where the world is going, but my, you know, when you, when I go sideways in the car, but I'm not, I'm sitting still, I think my body doesn't like that. So if it's a normal race that I'm just kind of doing okay, uh, then it's not so bad. I think that's, that's when I get more. Got sick. it. Cause going I, backwards, going backwards is, was the death for me when I started without a doubt. Yeah. But, but it's, Chris, it's, you said you've gotten better at it. Right. Well, I'm not better at it. I'm just, I've, I've become a used to it. I've become used, used to, to it. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Over time, it used to be what I first started and I was, wasn't even racing. I was just kind of getting playing games to get used to the Oculus. The problem I would have is when I would take it off and be back in the real world, that's when I would start to feel a little iffy sometimes. Mm. So, mm. um, for the actual racing, I think the Oculus is wonderful. The, the image quality is great. It's great to be able to move and look and see things. That's wonderful. We have had some issues with getting it set up and staying in the oh. right space. So like sometimes it would, it would have gotten better at it, but at first it was a big challenge. Like it was an extra 15 minutes to get the Oculus on and working. Sometimes more so. and then also sometimes some throwing of things. Yeah. It so just, like, it was just, like it was you just would get all the way through the it, screens. Yeah. And then, and then it would you, stop. 
Right. Then you would get to the race and you're, and you were like sitting next to the car like, or like crazy. above it or like, yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so you like, have to, so we've learned some things. So you have to reset the guardian if that happens to, to kind of reposition yourself to be yeah, where, yeah. where, where is center straight level and height. You do that. Um, the other thing that's really helped us is to put the, once you're in the link mode, link to the, the Oculus, to the computer, go into virtual desktop of the Oculus. And that way you're, you're in the computer in the Oculus. So you can like click on join the race and stuff all right there. So you can kind of have the, the Oculus uh, on. I got to try and, that. On yeah, I wish you would have stuff. told me that like, I don't know, seven months ago, but that's a good one. Well, right. I think we figured just out. figured this out. I just figured out like too? a couple months ago yeah. that I figured. So, okay. And I didn't realize we actually found a fix for it, but, I, yeah. but it's been very frustrating. And it's one of those things that's, I've been, I truthfully been hesitant about putting it on because if it's going to take us 20 minutes to get it set up and he's going to throw things, then I'm not going to like, then I don't, I don't want to play. Yeah, right? and, like, I, and I haven't worked hard enough to get past that. Like I try and get it. The link works and then the link goes away. And like like and I can it's black and it doesn't come back. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got doing, black in work, front of me. And, right. But yeah. on the TV screen, if I move my head, the it's sim is running and the sim is working. Yeah. And Usually at that point I, I restart the thing, but it, but doing the virtual desktop seems to work like every time mm, to get it working. Mm, so. I'm gonna try it. And then you're Let's ahead, try. then the then the Oculus is pretty much straight ahead we kept having the problem of like when you lift it to go look at the monitor because we have a monitor with this computer i feel like sometimes that was the problem that the the oculus thinks that you're looking up, up in the sky when you put it back down or you try to like put it or like move it then it's yes and that's that's one other thing to note you can't use an oculus without a monitor you still have to have the monitor to get the computer on and get it going and, yeah, and yeah. that kind of stuff. Like I figured, oh, I just plug the Oculus in as a monitor. I don't need a monitor for that computer. It doesn't work that way. So we have to take one of the monitors from our office, mm. bring it downstairs to do this, put it back. And uh, maybe someday we'll get cheap. another one. Truth, yeah, I stole the, I stole the the one from the computer when we both started working from home. So exactly. that's that's my fault. Not oh, the computer's fault. If you're listening to this, like seriously, go to Goodwill. They're like fifteen dollars for for a monitor, and you don't need a high resolution one. But do they work? Yeah, yeah. Monitors are like full proof. No, I meant like, well, I guess sometimes they have. Oh no, like seriously. Things in them. They, they, usually, usually they they play baby lighter. They're gonna. Yeah, like you don't need your high brain. resolution. You don't need a high resolution monitor just to get into your Oculus. Yeah. Um, but on that one, I, uh, I've had the same problem where like when I take my Oculus off, I have to keep it level because when I'm checking stuff on the screen, I have found the trick though. I know when I set the guardian, which I, I, I have to do like almost every time is, but I know exactly what X's I draw the line on when I set the, the, the guardian to get exactly the center of the car where I like to be. I, I literally yeah. sat there and counted them out. I know it's, it's. <laughs> There are two X's in, exactly in front of my feet. I count five off to the right, five off to the left, and then I square everything off to to get you would the, you would to get my to get my seat in the car because I've had the thing where you sit too far back and like the seat is blocking your vision or you're on top of the steering wheel. So I I experimented with my guardian settings until I got exactly where I want to be in the car. I also took my arms away. I turned the arms off. I just have a the ghost wheel in front of me when I drive. I find that helps. I didn't even know Why? that was a thing. No, I didn't know it was a thing either. Uh-uh. Okay. Mm, okay. Great. All right. Okay, now's the meat. There. This is the this is the good question. Is it 
Oh, wait, just what, do we like the actual driving? Is that the next question? No, it's your chair and your seat and the oh, sim I'm sorry. Like, I'm just, I'm, oh, like sorry. you've got to have, you've got to have a place to put all this stuff. I mean, it can be just a folding chair in front of a desk with a wheel clamp to it, or it can be a full out motion sim rig. What do you have and how do you like it? So yeah. I bought a cheat ass Amazon. I think I paid 80 bucks, like thing that clamps your pedals and your wheel too. And I sit on an office chair and it's fine. I, I, I don't know what I'm missing. You know you what I mean? Like that, but did your wheel used to like I was gonna, off of no, your no, just going to say that. No, but this $80 thing fixed that. Oh, okay. It was when well, I you, had it on the like the folding table that was like terrible. You kept pushing them away, and then we uh, yeah, figured yeah, out that the, there's little things under the 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 pedals. I had to like get like a like I I thought I was cool, and I got like a like a shoebox between the furniture, and I'd put the pedals next to the shoebox, and then I was on a yeah. folding table, but the folding table would rock, so it would like turn the steering wheel as it rocked. That was a problem. But and you literally, had the shifter set backwards too, so upshift was downshift and downshift yeah, I, was upshift. I, I, and you had to write yourself true. little notes that said this side up. Yes. Uh, I don't, I never <laughs> own, I look, three pedal mafia. I don't have automatics. I don't have flappy paddles. If it don't got a clutch, I don't drive it, okay? Except so for your Corvette your or cars. your Titan. Yes, but that's GM. Your... GM okay, has the just... stupid. Push with your thumbs or pull with your fingers. Okay. Uh, it has up and down. Okay. But anyway, uh, yeah. So the $80 like clamp your wheel to it worked great. And I would highly recommend it. And if I ever bought like a racing seat instead of a, instead of a, an office seat, it could go low. It could go high. So yeah. Right. Okay. Mental. So I, I, and we talked about this cause I end up buying two of them. I, I found a full up gaming rig set up, uh, that it came out of a gaming trailer and, uh, the guy was selling them all off and I bought one box it up and sent it to Hamsa. So Hamsa is using that one, but it's, uh, they bought the cheap Logitech wheels. And now that I'm kind of getting into it, I'm not getting the same feedback on a Logitech wheel that I would get. I feel in a regular race car. And we've been spending all of our Sunday nights with the, uh, the folks out of Nemesis labs. And I am really eyeballing. They're very expensive, high quality, probably worth every penny full feedback wheel setups that they have. So I've been looking at that. I actually didn't get a stick shift. I think they threw them all away when they built this gaming trailer, probably just to save uh, cost. So I don't have a stick shift. Everything I've been doing has been flappy paddle. Mm -hmm. The seat itself is actually immensely comfortable and very adjustable and even collapsible. My big beef is uh, I did not have a monitor mount and I found one of those on Facebook marketplace, which leads me to my point is if you're getting into this, Early on in the coronation, a lot of people spent a lot of money buying various flight sim and computer rigs and things that they have now grown weary of or, and I don't say this as mockery to anyone that is looking for a job right now, or suddenly they're finding themselves without income. So if you get into it and you're having fun, I would highly suggest looking for an upgrade to your mount used. And uh, look through that because now that I've bought one, Facebook Marketplace keeps trying to send me, oh, look at this, look at this, look at this. I, dude, I already oh, bought the, one. Uh, the algorithms thing, the algorithm, algorithms. Exactly. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I, I'll say that I have the yes. thrust map. Now, I've, I, 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 this, <laughs> yeah, I've come across do. some good deals. 
Sorry. Mental is off time. No, no. I know. I've, I've, uh, I've come across some good deals, but not quite as good as the one I got because the guy was just trying to unload them. So I'm very, I, would, I would recommend a proper SIM setup, but you don't have to spend a fortune on it. You can, you can buy them really cheap, and they've got uh, collapsible ones that will fold up in the corner too. So I would, I would recommend that. But I think after the first of the year, I'm going to be looking for a wheel and pedal upgrade. That's what I was going to say. I probably would upgrade my wheel and pedal because I got the cheap Thrustmaster and – like not even like the G29. I got like the the cheaper one. And uh yeah, I I that's probably yeah. That's probably m- the most issue with my setup. Mhm. Chris, Chrissy, who's joining us? I hear cat. I hear do I do hear cat. Podcast. Uh I like our setup. I really don't have any problem actually. The seat positioning is stable and uh fine for both of us everything is comfortable i i got no complaints yeah me too it it fits fine it's what we got is a uh, a fairly inexpensive amazon off amazon as well just mount to mount a seat and a pedal and shifter it didn't have any monitor stands cuz i said oh i don't need those i've got the oculus i don't need a monitor so now we have a, right, we have a t- like tea tray in front of it to works just on fine it, it does it's fine um, I haven't welded up a mount for the monitor yet, but anyway, um, the seat we put on it was the passenger seat out of our 300ZX that we weren't using, and that has a nice, actually, the, the, the mounting flange for that is all level. It's not one of those weird, wacky ones that are all over the place, so I welded up some brackets to the uh, the seat stand and bolted the Z seat to it. Uh, the height is great. The comfort, it's, it's comfortable. The positioning's good. The wheel's in the right spot. The pedal's in the right spot. Like Everything actually works really quite well. I'm pretty pleased, and we probably only have... I don't know. We have under a hundred dollars into the the seat mount, et cetera, rig that holds everything really nicely. Um, you know, we have a Logitech with G ninety or whatever it is, wheel pedal shifter setup, and that's fine. I've been completely satisfied with it. I don't have any desire to be spending multiple hundreds of dollars on a Thrustmaster eight thousand by Nemesis Labs, you know, to get a little better feel on stuff. Like, yeah, I'm sure it would be better, but for the amount we use it, totally fine. Not and the cat game. loves the setup. She practices shifting <laughs> all the time. She, Meaning, she loves the Z seat. It's, she likes the Z seat. We have to. Um, it's kind of her. plush. It's in it's good shape. I didn't realize with the how crappy the rest of the car is. I was like, "That's the Z seat. That's in pretty. That's pretty clean." It's because it's a passenger one. That's yeah. why. Yeah, I've. Uh, I always have problems because my when we travel on a road trip, the dogs are they have their spots. The big dog is always in the passenger seat if I'm dr- traveling solo or if I've, you know, or she sits in the back of the Mercedes and the little ones always get in my lap and they don't understand the difference between eye racing and driving someplace. And oh, so no. you, you've got the Oculus headset. Then yeah. all of a sudden there's a 12 pound dog in your lap. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I've mentioned this before, oh, but my dog funny. sits next to me and farts so bad. My eyes walk. <laughs> Like he's like he's too like, much pepperoni. Uh, Daddy's in the seat. I'll just sit here and be quiet. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, holy cow! What in the hell? And I look down, and there's the dog. Yep. The uh, the the one that'll get me a lot too is like they they you know because I I'll have to throw them out of my lap or I'll have the keyboard in my lap while I'm trying to do stuff. So I get I get the the may I paw. 
So while I'm trying to drive, you know, they're just putting the palm. Can I get up, please? Can I, I, I can't help but notice you have a lap that's not being fully utilized. Oh, get down. No, <laughs> you're doing something. <laughs> that's right. I'm going to combine the next two. The actual driving, what do you think about it? And do you think it helps you? Uh, all right, I'll go first. I suck and I still suck. <laughs> I do not put a lot of effort into it. I do not race outside of our races. I don't even do the lemons races because I'm in the way, or at least I felt I was in the way in the beginning. So, you know, when my table was still shifting all over the place and I really just, I have a good time racing with my friends. um, And I really feel like I could learn a track. I could go to a track that I've never been to and I race a bunch of times and know where it goes left or right. And maybe not know like shift points and things like that, but learn the line. And I think that is what I expected to get out of it. I don't think that I will ever until maybe I get the Oculus working and get a better setup. I don't think I'm going to learn how to brake correctly or how much speed to carry in each because I don't feel the speed. I drive too fast all the time. I hit people in the rear bumper. It doesn't matter. I overcook things. Hey, but at least I knew that those turns went left and those turns went right and what it looked like. So yeah, I suck. I love it. I'm going to keep doing it. And uh, yeah, I'm having a good time. Nice. Who's next? Mental. So I, I enjoy it. I, uh, I get into work modes where I'm, I'm doing a little bit more work. When we first started the Corona case, I had a lot of time to fiddle with it. And I did a lot of solo practice and I felt I was working on smoothness where I, I feel that I am spiritually and mentally as a driver. I feel like it's helped. It has helped me maintain my focus during extended times. I don't, drift while I'm in the actual car because I've learned to focus on the computer aspect of it. I'm not any faster, but I feel like I'm better. If that makes any sense. I feel like I've really learned to focus my eye points or or rather my, where I put my eyes when I'm going through tracks, even tracks that aren't on eye racing. I'm I'm very disciplined about where I'm turning my head or where I'm looking and I'm trying to be very gentle on machinery and eye racing, not having the visceral feedback that I have in a real car, mm-hmm. I've learned to be just, just, just try and have smoother input, uh, inputs. And that has put me in a place where I'm trying to be more gentle on everybody's car. And to the point where Chris had to fuss at me about it at CMP. That's but, just the way that car drives. Right. But I, I, I like the aspect that if I'm slower, but I'm not breaking the car, I feel like I'm a better teammate. Totally. And, yeah. So th- it and, makes and, sense. And that's, that's just where, you know, get hippie mental, but that's where I'm trying to be right now. So I think it's aided me very much in that one. Uh, does it help? I'm going to say yes. I have from everything that I just talked about. Also, uh, it really helped me with motion sickness. I have not had an incident. Like I just plowed through it when it first started. And Chrissy warned me, this is going to happen. But when I have a good spin or I get knocked backwards, I force myself to keep my eyes open and just kind of press through the nausea. And now it, it, it's just not as bad as it used to be. And if you're watching this on YouTube, the face that she just made when I say that is classic. <laughs> it was awesome. What I feel like 
so I feel like it's made me a better driver. I also feel like I have not really maximized it. We had Tyler Hoffman on the show a while back. And one of the things he suggested is immediately after a workout, like you go downstairs, the basement, you friggin' lift and you do everything, jump in your sim and go take like 20 hot laps because that prepares you for the exhaustion of the car. When we were running at Thompson, the cool suit failed on all of us across the board and it wasn't working. And I felt like I was better prepared for it. And also I had a similar issue. I, uh, I did something and caught the cool tube with my elbow and ripped it off the cooler at this weekend at button willow. And I just sucked it up for 90 minutes and just drove hot and sweaty. So I'm, I'm getting it. But if I, if I really maximize it as a training tool, when I would do my long runs, I, instead of sitting by next to the pool and drinking a bunch of water until I was nice and cooled off, I would just jump into the sim and practice driving hot and exhausted to, to really reinforce the discipline. So that's, that's my take on it. And I recognize it, especially in this group, I'm in the minority, but yes, it's made me better. Good. I'm glad. Um, I agree with everything Jeff said and not most of things that mental said. I, uh, I, it hasn't made me, it has story of my life. No, no. I'm just saying like, I was listening to Jeff and I'm like, yeah, yeah. All of that stuff. Right. Like I get in, um, I don't think it's made me any better. Um, I think I've had real unrealistic expectations for a little bit to think that I want to be better. I want when I get in, she'd be like, yeah, I'm a good driver. I should just be able to do this. And I don't. And then I suck. Um, I was mental. I think you had walked away. I don't know if you can hear when you walk away, but um, I was really sick on Monday um, that I was just, I think I spun too many times and it was making me really nauseous. So I, that, that feeling really hasn't gone away yet. Um, the one thing I do agree with, and we'll see if this, if this is actually the way it is, if I know how to drive tracks, uh, we'll be driving them this weekend. So I have not, uh, driven VIR, but did uh, what we've done two two plus hours of of. Oh, I didn't do all three. I didn't do both races. Um, and so at least two two plus hours of. I know we did some practice before uh, races for both weeks. So I have a couple hours on the track. So let's hope that I've learned because I need to know where I go right and left. Um, but the one thing about not making me a better driver, I'm not able to translate what I'm doing in the sim to what I'm doing in the car. I drive very differently. Um, I, I speed up too much. I don't brake enough. And um, I was drifting through corners in the Kia um, through the S's. Like, Hell I would, yeah! I would never... Pinky Right? I was like, I don't need to brake here. Sure, sure. And I was doing fine, <laughs> but I would never do that in the Civic. So it's things like that that I just figure out how to make it drive and it's not the way I normally drive. So I, I don't think that tr I'm not getting that translation for how do I drive the sim racer to how do I drive? And maybe it's the cars I'm driving or the cars I'm used to driving on, you know, if it's all front wheel and that's the reason I'm doing different things, but um, I'm not making that translation. So am I having fun? I suppose. Um, but I'm learning tracks. That's good. Yeah, it's, it's fine. <laughs> yes that's my answer i'm kind of with there with jeff on this one i like racing with my friends i like that aspect of it more than anything else um i'm definitely a drive by feel kind of guy i've been doing this long enough that, it, that that's just how i do it and it just i don't have the feel the in the in the sim i think my visual cue reading has gotten better over all the times i've done this 
for sim racing. It hasn't changed my actual meat space racing at all. I go out there, I drive like I did before. It, there's no difference because it's a different skill set. The skill sets mm-hmm. that are same to me are like the lines and things like that. And, you know, the, some basics of car control, but the, the nuances, like the point where I am, where the things I'm learning are things that I'm not learning in a sim. It's things I'm learning on track and the feel and the whole package because it's, it, we're down to tense. So that's really what I'm, what I'm not getting, but I, I am really, like Chrissy said, I'm really looking forward to seeing how I do with a track that I've never been on in real life, but I've spent considerable time on in a sim. Can I just get out there and feel comfortable pretty quickly and go? Mm-hmm. Does it, it, does it, it help the, that learning curve? Will the learning curve go faster? Yeah. That's the key. And I would think it would be because like you said, you'll know where if you're left or right. Like there's plenty of times where you can watch, just watch a video and you can't tell where you are. You know, like you're, yeah, I, I've lost the, I'm thinking of the time when we were, it's not a good example. NCM, right before we did NCM, not, like I said, not a good example because there is so many corners in NCM, but basically we were like, wait, rewind that again. We've been through three corners and I have no idea which way is up. So I think that's where we'll get with VIR going there saying, okay, I, we've done this enough. I, I have the visual cues. There's the barn. There's the, the houses on that side. They're on this side. We're going to go up. We're going to go down. We have that idea. And I think that's going to be a little bit better when we get on track. And I may eat these words, but from a pedagogy standpoint, that is smart because now you've involved muscle memory in addition to your visual cues. When a little we're bit. Watching the, we're watching the YouTube videos. It's only visual, but now you're like, oh, I am turning right and I'm turning left and then here come the S's. So you get, I, you I, get the elevation change with iRacing that you yes, don't get. Yes, with you video. do. Like, yes. Like if you like, Back. if you watch a video of road Atlanta, you have no clue <laughs> at all how the elevation changes, for example. Back. But like here, like I, just from watching video of VIR, I don't know which corner it is, but it's after you've gone to the top of the climbing S's and there's this one hard left as you crest okay. a hill uh-huh, before uh-huh. you go in a, down yeah. a little valley yeah. to the oak tree, right? I don't know the name of that corner, but I've, I, that's a t- corner where I think I wouldn't get that properly with a video. That one I needed yeah. to see and kind of feel in that kind of yeah. environment to understand it. So, yeah, um, I think so many of the instructional videos out there are from the cockpit. So you can see what the driver is doing because that's what those people are trying to do. We put the camera behind the driver so I can see what my hands are doing and see what my feet are doing because mm-hmm. we are trying to train the person who is in the front seat. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to train the audience. And, and there's not enough video out there, not enough real video, but also what Mental said. You're also not turning a wheel. Yeah, and and true. you're not involved. You're you know like in back in, oh god, I'm going to use my radio degree. Uh, um, you know the check it out. One hundred and fifty-eight episodes, and for the first time, Jeff uses his radio degree. Yeah, it's the television part, the the brain waves that get used when you're watching something is less engaging than when you're playing. You use alpha and beta brain waves when you're playing a video game. You only get beta when you're watching. Ooh, and everyone driving to work right now, I hope you pulled your feet back so that uh, toes didn't get crushed when Jeff just dropped some knowledge. 
It's like this is also mental. Yeah, where is he going? Where yeah. are you going with this? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm tracking, dude. Jeff, I'm following everything you're saying, and and I love it. Thank you. Yes, because you were you were involving different parts of your brain, mm-hmm. which is how you cement knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> All right. So next, I mean, this is this is the good stuff. Are you having fun? Yes. If but I. You, but you if, know what? I wouldn't do it with people I don't know. I'm totally with you. Agreed. Yes. Agreed. If you hate iRacing and you hate everyone who does iRacing, the perfect place for you is the Monday night E1R racing. I don't know. Is- there were some <laughs> ringers there on Monday. Oh, yeah, maybe like, like we had the winners and, uh, right? and, and Santiago, Santiago, like all of the people Uncle that Dave. are like, we- and they talk smack like the rest of us and they have a great time. Oh, and, and they it- hit people just like they, like, just, like, yeah. like the rest of us. <laughs> like the rest of us. Like, I-, I can't remember what it was, but we were running an, an E1R race and something happened and we decided to get out of the race. Like, I can't remember what it was, but the race still existed. So I went into it, and I raced, and it just filled up with a bunch of people. I think we forgot to put the password on it or something. And I was like, uh, I, I don't want to race with these people. Was anybody talking? They were talking. Of course they were talking. Get out of my way. What are you doing? Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. No, they, they oh, totally don't belong oh. in our They totally yes. don't belong in our race. That's why we have a password on it now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I think you know, the, the equivalent of get out of the way is surprise. That's, yeah. that's how we say get out of the way yeah. in our E1R race. Seriously. Yeah, we just didn't say, who is that? It's <clears throat> me. Or like, or, or it's a lot of hates. Hey, oh, sorry about that. Like, really? <laughs> no, I don't off. think there was any sorries on Monday. Well, but okay. <laughs> when I'm there, I usually apologize because I'm usually just driving right back on the track. It's just usually sorry, involved. didn't see you. You know Eric's apologizing for everything. It's true. <laughs> You're not wrong. Well, and then, like, and honestly, I I find that uh, you know, like all the all the ringers that we bring in, your Schlevines, your Stanks, and your Santiago's are all like, oh yeah, sorry, I just lapped you for the seventh time. But you know, if you at the same time, you know, oh, but if you use this marker or this reference or here, I'll send you a setup for that Mercedes that you insist on running, even though everyone hates it. Mental. Uh, you'll you'll be a little quicker. I've 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 never come away from an E1R race session and not learned something. Yeah, it's a good time. A good time. I definitely learned. It's it's just a different way to hang out with your race car friends. It's true. When you're at home. In your living Fact. room. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Yes. It's there still a game. But actually a VIR. It's still a game still to a game. me. Yeah. Yeah. It just happens to be a game where I can learn a racetrack. I think I try to convince myself that I'm better than i am and then i feel like hey i'm doing pretty well and then i spin and then i'm like no i'm not really doing very well <laughs> I, and I, I, again I, welcome to my entire life chrissy <laughs> mental mentioned it and i know we're trying to wrap up here but i just want to say that what i've learned is that these setups are way more important almost as important as a real race car because when i would get a setup from someone I would all of a sudden be doing so much better or so much worse, depending on how that setup was affecting the way I was driving. I think so, that's consistent with everybody. There's, there's plenty of people that say like, Hey, I need, I'm, I'm if we're going to run this car, I need something like they're just, you can't, unless well, look, and, and Kobe, they were the legends, like they yeah. were from, from kind of tough to drive to sweethearts. If you get the right setup in it. Yeah. They still turn left when I break. I don't know why. 
Good about that. So, so does the Honda. And this is this is a great thing Chris was talking about early on. Actually, I think we had our iRacing episode. This is a great way to start understanding and learning suspension setups is you can borrow setups from people, find those numbers, and then adjust those numbers, and you will begin to understand viscerally what they mean to the handling of the car. Because I still don't understand the math behind a suspension setup. But I know, oh, if I move this number, it makes it way twitchier. Or if I move this number, it makes it way slower on the straightaway. So it's, if you just do the practices, you got a couple hours to kill, you got nothing else to do. Don't, don't sit there and watch more Netflix. Get on your iRacing sim and start practicing by yourself on a track and messing with suspension settings. I'm not any better at suspension setups than I was years ago at NCM when Chris had to tell me, you know, my God, how have you never done this? But Sorry. I understand it a lot more. No, it, it, it was, it no, was totally, an education. Totally, I totally get that. It, yeah. it, and, I've, and, I, and I've talked about this before, Chris. It was an edu- as soon as I looked at you and said, I've just never done it. Your approach to it changed and you went, oh, and I, I learned so much that night watching, you know, how we do this. Well, if you adjust this and just this. So it was by admitting I'm stupid, and this is kind of one of my life lessons by admitting I'm an idiot. I learn a lot. And that was one of those things. And that's an opportunity in iRacing is you can drive by yourself, get, get a setup from somebody, you know, and trust. I highly recommend Santiago. I highly recommend uncle Dave and they're gracious with all of their setups. And then you can start tweaking those numbers and understand how they got to those numbers. But even in the lemons community and in, in the lemons discord, they're trading setups constantly. And Reddit so, too, as well. Yeah, Reddit's a great place to find some good setups. Uh, we are running long. Yeah, okay, fair enough. We are running long, Chris, and I apologize because you're trying to keep us on topic. I just wanted to say, let's just wrap it up with a quick top tip for someone starting off that you learned from what we've been doing. Go ahead. It's the same. It's the same as real racing, folks. Just, just stop, okay? You're, you, if, if you're not nine years old, you're not getting that professional contract. So just relax. It's supposed to be fun. If you're not having fun, you're not doing it right, and you'll find out as you have fun where you want to focus. Oh, I would really like to learn to drive these Formula Mazdas. So you're going to start learning how to drive open wheel. And if you want to pursue the license, which I don't think anyone else on this show has done, if you want to pursue the license, there's lots of opportunities. There's going to be jerks and there's going to be people that will happily educate you and find those people that will talk to you and go through that. But also like in real racing, okay, despite what Twitch tells you, you're never going to make any money doing this. Just just stop that illusion. I feel like if you're listening, you already have, have understand that. Yeah. You're never going to make that's money. That's not our listeners. So no, no. Exactly. These are, we have realist listeners, pragmatic listeners. There are no scouts in the stands. Get over yourselves. I have two very quick stories about this. I was uh, trying to get one of my licenses. I was running the Formula 2000s at Road America. I was 17th out of 18 cars. And the 18th guy messages me in the middle of the race and says, I am reporting you to iRacing because I have video proof that you break too much every time I get close to you. And I'm, I'm running an Oculus, so I don't get this message until the end. And I sent him an email. I said, um, you highly overestimate my skill because if I had that level of skill. I wouldn't have been running 17th. And by the way, if you were better at this, you wouldn't have been behind me. <laughs> you so wouldn't be an 18. <laughs> you know, and, awesome. and, and then a, another guy, I was running a Cadillac CTSV Cup at Road Atlanta. 
I, uh, I took a hard hit into the wall, my own fault, and I'm limping it back to the pits because it takes like three minutes to get towed back to the pits. So I'm trying to limp it in there. I'm in the middle of the back straightaway, and a guy hits me at 160 and sends me no less than 19 messages, all of which like, I was winning. Why did you do that? And I'm thinking, I have a giant pink 50s styled Cadillac. How did you miss that in the middle of the straightaway? You know what? If my he, arm could be right. out the window, I, will, I would be doing yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah. And he, and he, he like types in all caps. You will pay. Yo, okay, pumpkin. It's a yeah. Where am I? Go, know, where are you coming? Okay, guy. I'm gonna it, reach pal, through the know? screen and kick <laughs> your ass. I'm gonna find you. Yes, that was my plan. We've never met. I have a damaged car, but I've decided I'm going to ruin your day. Get over yourself. You're not yeah. that good. Uh, it's and like if you're the, not learning. Yeah, if you're not learning, you're not doing it right. Chris, you had, or Jeff, you had a joke. I, I was just going to say, it's like the end of Jay and Silent Bob, where they spend <laughs> all their money flying around the world, like beating up the people who talk badly yes. about them in the forums. <laughs> Are you Magnolia Lover 42875? <laughs> yes, I am. Arr, they grab him, they beat his ass. And, and, and I, I am by no stretch of the imagination a tough guy, but I'm also by no stretch of the imagination a weak person. And if you do actually show up at my door, uh, I've got a 90-pound dog, and I've got a lot of really big, mean friends. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come Don't find bother. Me, bro. Uh, yeah. that, was, that was a great quick, quick tip. Yeah, Everything Sorry, Mental I, I said, suck, suck. plus I'm going to add, when you think you're good, join the California Clash. Woo! Get yes. out there and join some of these things and realize, oh, no, just because I beat my friend and Magnolia Lover 4287 <laughs> does not mean I am any good at this. If you, this is the only chance you're ever going to have to run with maybe some pro I racers and some pro racers. And uh, Uncle Dave found out, holy cow, all of a sudden I'm a back marker. And so, Uncle Dave. And he's the best one at art, you know. Uncle Dave, phenomenal. Yeah. And he's Real been doing this a long time. He's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I say I agree with everybody else. Um, and also practice. I think if you really want to be somewhere and you really want to be better and start going up, then practice. I know you said to do that, but like then get in. You can test race any day. You can just say practice this track, buy the tracks, buy different cars, figure out how to do it and do something different than get a weird car in a track that you know, and then you can compare. But I think practice is, is it truly does make perfect with this one, I think. And I don't preach. I don't do the words I preach. So there. Uh, I think don't worry about getting a great setup. Like some people say, oh, well, I don't want to get it now. I want to save up more for this and that, whatever. Whatever. If you've got a computer that'll run it, give it a try. You know, if you're going to get something, get something that's, you get something used like Mental did. Get something that's good enough like Jeff and, and I did. You know, don't don't go crazy. You don't need the top of the line stuff for this, especially if you're just going to give it a shot and have fun with your friends. You're not you're not a professional. You don't need professional quality gear. Just do something to have fun. Yeah, you don't need a butt kicker. Whatever the hell a butt kicker is. <laughs> yeah, I've listened to Tom Lamino talk about his butt kicker more often than I've heard him oh. talk about his gosh darn VW. Well, that's Tom. He you miss Monday's race more then. More concerned with that. Yeah. <laughs> that's all we talked about on Monday. Yes, I know. I was making fun of that. Okay. Do Do we there know we what the show is like tomorrow, <laughs> next week? Oh, don't we have a we have? Oh, we a, do. 
sorry. You're, you're skipping a segment. Wow, it wasn't even Chrissy. I don't know what we're doing. What are we doing? Mental has something. With a, with, a, with a road trip, I've got to catch up on a lot of my podcasts. One of my favorite Not Us podcasts is the Apex Adjacents. It's Ian and Dave out of uh, Denver, Colorado, and they just did their five-year anniversary. We missed our three-year anniversary. It completely slipped past us. We are now three years and two weeks into this show. Man. And uh, they, they did a great thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I, I just, I, I wanted to throw some reflective so, questions out there. If, I was going to say hella sweeter, else. but terrible, because Oliver Go writes about terrible. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So uh, favorite part of doing this and least favorite part of doing this? Chrissy, who is completely unprepared. Chris, know, what's your right? favorite part? <laughs> uh, seeing y'all more regularly. His favorite part, least favorite part is losing my Wednesday evenings to do other stuff. <laughs> so isn't on the spot. Got so it. Uh, my favorite part is, and, and Chris, I saw you were, you were breathing, so I went for it. Um, the fact that I think we have expanded our friend base way beyond the East Coast racers that we can hang out with. I don't think we would have the relationship with the Donnies or the, you know, a lot of the, the West coasters and a lot of the people that, you know, we really don't talk to cause they are rarely at our races. People we've never actually don't even race with yeah. us, but we were now know like now know Santiago's them. and yeah, people exactly. like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we hell like Bill. <laughs> we, we can... Oh, totally. Yeah. Let's like not... we've... take the, brunt for that go on <laughs> is that the good part of that just blame. kidding just kidding bill just kidding um no, no uh, that is the the, be- the best part um i think it i agree with both of your best parts and i think um uh going and doing things doing not just getting to know people but i feel like uh talking to doing more things like SEMA, like talking to people like Kathy, doing things that we wouldn't have done because we were racers and maybe we're good racers and maybe we win a race, but it's more of like we've, we've done more uh, than we would have uh, in addition to meeting those people. Yeah, That's, Bill from Champ. People like that. You know, and, even uh, though we knew him from when he was a Lemons person, staying in touch with him in a more serious way because he's running Champ now. Things like that. So I've, I'm a Johnny come lately. I'm going to go with all you guys. I have met, I, I, the, the greatest thing I will probably have to apologize to my maker for is the amazing human beings I've met in my life, even before racing, even before this podcast and this podcast, I would easily say is just probably double the amount of just incredibly awesome people that I have, I've been blessed enough to have come into my life. Sabrina McDaniel, she was, uh, she got a hold of us on Facebook and we ended up swapping his two sex messages. And I didn't realize who she was until Sunday when I'm packing up the RV, she came over and she brought her husband who I'd flipped off three times on the track. So I'm sorry, Dan. Uh, he's joined us for some uh, uh, E1R Monday night races. He thought I was Corey. So he was deliberately kind of, you know, having fun. And I'm like, I'm trying to race here, you jerk. Uh, so, but it, it, you know, the Donnies, the, the, the Alexes, I, I, the Bills, I, the show would run another hour if we named every amazing person that we had met part of this show. So I will forever be grateful to all of that. And someday we're going to fly to uh, my Europe. My regret is that I don't 
get to <laughs> absolutely uh my regret is i i don't get to give these people that yeah, yeah we're, no we're just struggling we're, we're trying up. to figure out we're we're the inner go on. go not our friend this evening just just no, power through man power and, through and, and, and my regret is i don't get to spend the time with these people that I, I i truly want to we've been really lucky with bill and alex and donnie to actually get to know them personally i got to know Corey and his whole amazing team out there i wish i could spend more time with sabrina i wish i could spend more time with people that say oh i listen to your podcast and so if i'm rude to you at a race weekend i have my thanks and regret and someday we're going to fly to europe and meet erling hell yeah we are okay. and we're going to beer and then we're going to go home. No, I'm just kidding. Someday when they let us back in, because we're Americans, and we all got the Rona, according to them. Yep. Is there? Do we know what we're doing next week? No. No, no we don't. We need to do a live show soon. VIR wrap-up. I don't know. Yeah. We, we need to do a live show soon. We need to ask me anything live show okay. some, sometime. When it gets cold and everyone's at home. Mm-hmm. Thank you for downloading us. We hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Everyone Racers. We also hope you'll join us in the world of driving, racing, and building because everyone can be a racer, even you. I see that you're playing with my text. If you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe. It's totally free. Then go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating. Even if you hate us, give us five stars and tell us why. If you have any questions or show ideas, drop a comment on our Facebook page or right down there in the doodly-doo. Chrissy, in the doodly do, it's below us. That's where the YouTube comments go in the doodly do. If you have any questions or show ideas, hit us at everyone racers, email us at everyone.racers at gmail.com, or this is new, text us 484 243 We will put that number in the notes. And it is going to go to Mental's phone so you can annoy <laughs> Mental. Because of the Rona, my office phone is going here and I had to turn off the E1R text messages. We're stealing bits from Apex Adjacent Podcast. Find us on Instagram or Twitter us at everyone.racers. Thanks again and until next week, keep the shiny side up. Unless it's all just leaking oil like RLS. Then just keep the greasy side down. <laughs>